This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own Now time. you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to another episode of Get Started Investing, a podcast where we attempt to answer the most common money and investing questions from the Get Started and Equity Mates community. If you're joining us for the first time, a massive welcome. Welcome to the Equity Mates community. We strongly recommend that you do scroll up and start at episode one. Now, while we are licensed, we're not aware of your personal circumstances. All info on this show is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general. With that said, my name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you? I'm very good, Bryce. Very excited for this episode and ex- interested in this question because when we got it, it's honestly something I haven't thought much about, and I kind of thought it was more an American thing. The question is, what is a credit report or a credit score, and why is it important for investors? Or is it important for investors? And for me, credit scores were always very American. I think they are, well... They are American. They probably invented the credit score. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think they're American? I just never really heard them discussed in Australia, like growing up or when we're at uni Mm. or really ever. Mm. Recently, that's kind of turned a little bit. I know Finder launched an app that let you check your credit score and Mm. we'll get to that because I have a gripe with the app. Yeah, it just felt like credit credit scores are an American thing. The good news is when they're not, well, I don't know if that's good good news, news, but like (laughs) the news is that they're not... You do get credit reports or credit scores here in Australia and the the reason for that is because lenders use your score to decide whether to give you credit or not. It's pretty simple. Yeah. (laughs) The flip side of it is having a good credit score can help you negotiate better deals. Yeah, I feel like it's... It's like having um, Moody's, which we've spoken about in our yeah, it, this is exactly, long, yeah, long-term yeah. wealth builders over on Equity Mates. It's, a be, it's like someone saying you're a AAA rated, you have AAA rated credit. Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly because I haven't really borrowed much in my life. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, if you have ever applied for a credit card or a loan or going through mortgage, then you will have, they will have checked your credit score in the background mm. to make sure that mm. you're worthy of taking on credit, Ren. Now, <laughs> what is a credit score? How is it calculated? This gets confusing mm. because you would f- you would think that there would be one universal credit score. No. But just like when it comes to companies, uh, S&P and Moody's both do their own credit scores and the New South Wales government might be AA in one and AAA in another, we uh, personally get scored by multiple companies as well. And so we actually have multiple credit scores out there. The three companies uh, that you may or may not have heard of, Experian, 
Ilion and Equifax. Heard of any of them? No. The only reason I've heard of Equifax is they had a massive data breach. Not ideal when you're uh, collecting everyone's credit information and calculating credit scores. No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, massive massive data breach, maybe like four years ago? Yeah, right. Some time ago, but that's the only one I'd heard of. So there's different credit score providers. The formula to get a credit score is then going to be different. But you know what the most confusing thing is? What it's scored out of is also different. <laughs> what if you were stu- if you were designing a credit score from scratch? What would it be out of? Ten. Oh, okay. I would have said a hundred. A hundred feels like a nice universal number. Correlates to percentages. Makes a lot of sense. It's either one thousand or one thousand two hundred. Like zero to a thousand. Yeah. So Ilion and Experian. Uh, give you a score out of a thousand. Equifax, just because they want to be different, give you a score out of one thousand two hundred. And so that means your different uh, rankings of excellent, very good, average, fair, and low are different depending on the credit provider. But you want to get even more confusing, Bryce. Ilian and Experian both score it out of a thousand, but their rankings of like average, fair, and low are different. Confusing. Confusing. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, not. But I think at the end of the day, they probably all look at similar things in your credit report, which really boils down to how reliant you are on credit and how good you are at managing credit for them to determine a risk rating for you. So what goes into a a credit report? There are a number of things. First, they assess the amount of money that you've borrowed over a period of time. That can be credit cards, it can be mortgages, it can be personal loans, whatever. Then they look at the number of credit applications you've made. So that's the reliance on credit. They're going to assess whether or not you're applying for credit for good reasons or is this guy or girl desperate for credit and continuously applying for credit cards. Then they look at your repayment history of any loans. Are you good at repaying? How have you managed it? And whether or not you've paid on time. And of course, they then look at bankruptcies or have you defaulted at any point of time throughout uh, using credit. So that is all taken into consideration to really spit out a score between zero and a thousand or 1,200 to give you essentially a risk rating. Yeah. Now the timing of this episode is quite good. Uh, Last week, uh, I spoke to Queenie about rewards programs. And one thing that we spoke about was that if you're jumping between credit cards to take advantage of bonus offers or, you Mm, know, mm. Qantas points and stuff like that, all of those credit applications are on your credit score. Mm. So mm. be mindful of that. I don't know how much it affects it, but it does affect it. It does. So Bryce, what is a good score? That is the question. So an excellent score, Ren, generally is between 800 to the top of, top of the range, yes. 1,000 or 1,200. Uh, and then it varies. Uh, all of them, it's split into five credit score categories, I guess. You can be excellent, you can be very good, you can be average, you can be fair, or you can be low. Yeah. Um, I I would say looking at these numbers, 800 plus, you're great. 600 to 800, you're okay. Uh, And then 500 and below is... Need some work. Need some work. I guess everyone's probably sitting at home and, and we are as well wondering, well, how on earth do we find out what our credit score is? Well, you know what? To take a step back... Something that I thought, and maybe this is just an American thing, I actually thought you got dinged if you checked your credit score. What? Like you got penalised. Why? Honestly, I think it might be an American thing. I don't know if it's true. But wow. I used to have the idea that every time you checked your credit score, it would harm your credit score. <laughs> oh, that would be red hot. Well, you 
talk about something and I'll look it up. Oh, wow. So, yes, if, if you're wondering how you can get it, the good news is that you actually have a right to get a copy of your credit report for free every three months. So, if it is something that you're interested in, you, do, you are able to get four a year for free. Now... Um, Money Smart suggests that it is uh, worth getting a copy at least once a year to understand where your credit report sits. And to do so, there are uh, three, as we've already spoken about, three credit reporting agencies that you can call uh, to get your credit report. So that's Experian, Ilion and Equifax. Uh, you can Google all three of them or we will include their phone numbers in the show notes. So Ren, we're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, I have my credit score. I also have my wife's credit score. And surprising, <laughs> surprisingly, they are different. Well, not surprisingly, I guess they are different. So we're going to find out on the other side who has the best credit score. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, Ren. So uh, welcome back. Uh, we're sitting here figuring out whether or not uh, it is uh, harmful to uh, check your credit score in the US as we discuss what a credit report is and why it is important for investors. So, Ren, over the break, you did a bit of Googling. Yeah. Now, it looks like there are two types of checking your credit scores, hard checks and soft checks. Soft checks are just when you check your um, score like you have done for this episode. According to the Equifax website and a few other websites, it doesn't hurt your credit score. In fact, according to Equifax, regularly checking your credit scores is a good way to ensure information is correct. Uh, But then hard checks are like when you check your credit score in the process of applying for a credit card or a Mm -hmm. mortgage or something like that. And those hard checks may, but uh, in my quick Googling, I haven't got certainty on do uh, effect, but I think they do. But that was prob- that's probably because you're applying, applying. for credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the break wasn't that long. Uh, we need, if you want me to do a thorough Google, we need more ads in this so show. So it makes sense. It makes sense. So anyway. So just a caveat. It's not like we've just made Bryce go and check his credit score and I've just not done it. I tried to. Finder says they let you check your credit score, but Finder couldn't verify my identity. So oh, okay. we'll have to bring that up with Fred Shabasta after this. Nice. So I... Um, as has become evident through, um, you know, th- over the over the course of the year, uh, in the process of applying for a mortgage, and in doing so, they you have to do a credit score. So it's the number one thing that um, that they quickly check off the list. Hold on, let me guess. Your okay. credit score. Yeah, you've had a few credit cards in your day, yeah. but you're pretty disciplined about paying them off. You haven't applied for a mortgage before. You haven't had like a car loan or anything like that had a NAB, NAB equity builder loan, but you've paid it off. I'm going to say you're the lower range of excellent. I'm going to say you're 825. I'm, uh, you're close. My credit score is 868. Ooh. Yeah, but Harriet's has come in at, an, at a 
at 9.04. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go you. Does it say what's dinged you and what's pushed you no, up? No, it, just, it they just says these are both great scores. Anything above 7.50 is considered good by the banks. So 7.50 actually puts, puts you in a very good. Uh, and so they're saying anything above 7.50 is, um, is considered good. So we're okay. Um, and that, and we got that. Give him a discount on his mortgage banks. <laughs> exactly. Come on. Well, I guess that flows into the next question, Ren, is how, how does this affect our lives? And it's, it's pretty evident. The better the score, the better opportunity you have to get access to credit. Yeah. Plain and simple. Do they, like, would a bank, it's not like a, would a bank give you a higher interest rate if your score was low or would they just not lend to you? Is that a question that you don't know the answer to? I don't know. Because of your incredibly high credit score, you don't worry about that? Well, <laughs> my feeling would be they would deem you higher risk, so yeah. they'd probably lend you less. But yeah, that's okay. My, that's yeah. my gut feel. But it's not like they give high interest rates. No, because they'd probably just like, this guy can't can barely manage a low interest rate. Right? Yeah, true, true, true. As an investor, it really doesn't make an impact on our lives if you're I using like, your own credit. and. I guess if you want a margin loan or something, yeah, maybe. Margin loan or a NAB equity builder. But if I'm just using my cash and doing my dollar cost averaging, it doesn't impact you in any way, shape or yeah. form. But in saying that, we all dream of owning a house one day and um, having a good credit score can help. Well, as you said, it's something. one of the first things they check. So the question is, we know how to check our credit score, contact one of the credit reporting agencies. If we don't like what we see, what can we do to improve it? Two things. Firstly, check that what's in the report is accurate. I think as, as Finder were trying to do, they were trying to improve your, find your identity to start with. But once you get the report, make sure that all the loans and everything listed on there are accurate and are yours, name, date of birth. Everything needs to be correct, correct because um, if it's not, you may be getting uh, put into a pile of, a, of something else. So make sure that everything on there is correct. But secondly, just be aware of what goes into creating your credit score. So if you are flip-flopping between credit cards, that's going to impact it if you are looking for points. If you are unnecessarily using credit cards for consumer purchases and not paying it off as you meant to pay it off, that's going to impact it. All those sorts of things, buy now, pay later, all those credit options impact your credit score. So uh, if it is a long-term goal to, to get a house or that you're going to need credit in a good way, definitely keep it in mind. Um, I would have said that I haven't accessed a lot of credit in my life and I'm, I'm on the lower end of excellent, if that makes sense. Like if, you, if I started at a thousand, I've fallen a long way. But you don't know that's how that works. One thing that you mentioned there about uh, your details being wrong uh, it's probably an important one to stress given the amount of hacks that are and you know data breaches that are happening now. Seeing your credit score is a good way to see if someone has stolen your identity or tried to use your identity to apply for credit card or something like that. And Money Smart, ASIC's website, has a page on credit repair. Mm, so if mm. you're not happy with your credit score, if you think that um, there's incorrect information on it, Money Smart have details on how you can actually go about fixing that. Uh, we'll include the link to the credit repair page in our show notes, or you can just Google Money Smart Credit Repair. We set out to answer the question, what is a credit report and why it is important? I hope we've been able to do that. Please keep the questions coming as we uh, attempt to answer the most common money and investing questions from you guys, our community. As you would have heard over the last few episodes, we've had plenty rolling in. But uh, if you could do one thing before you move on to listening to your next podcast, and that would be to share 
uh, get started investing with one of your friends. We would really appreciate it. Word of mouth always goes a long way. And if you're giving a trusted recommendation to a mate, then we would really, really appreciate that. But Ren, we will be back next week. Sounds good. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 54067.